When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On this episode of the Oklahoma Breakdown with Iker and Lehman, presented by Riverwind Casino, OU linebacker Danny Stutzman joins us for an interview, and we cover a lot. Please download and subscribe to the podcast, rate it five stars, and write us a good review. Follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Just search Oklahoma Breakdown on any of those, and you'll find us. All right, our man Michael Hosty will kick this thing off. It's time for the Oklahoma Breakdown. It's a beautiful Wednesday, August 2nd, and you're listening to the Oklahoma Breakdown with Iker and Lehman, presented by Riverwind Casino. Riverwind is Oklahoma City's premier casino experience, and there are so many reasons why Riverwind is consistently voted OKC's number one casino, but it all starts with their amazing variety of gaming thrills and excitement. Riverwind's beautiful award-winning environment plays host to more than 2,800 of the latest electronic games with a huge selection of table games, including blackjack. Blackjack match, roulette, and Teddy's favorite? Craps. No matter what your game, Riverwind has it in spades and hearts. And to learn more about their gaming promotions and entertainment options in the month of August, all you got to do is visit Riverwind.com. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Now we're recording this several days in advance, but Ted, it's August. It's here. Training camp. Let's go. Training camp, man. It's uh, it's time to get it rolling. It's going to be on us, and I can't wait to get out there and see what the guys have. You know, it's going to be it's it's going to be my hope, anyways, is that it's going to be several rungs on the ladder above where we were last year at this time. Yeah, and over these next several episodes, you know, we'll dive into you know things we're looking at closely in training camp some of these position battles like we'll get into all that but honestly i'm just excited i'm excited for this this team to be able to move on from last year yeah right there's been so much discussion these guys have just been beat down by the disappointment that was 2022 and going six and seven and now they've they've got an opportunity to prove what they're all about and it starts it starts with training camp so i am uh, i'm fired up to see what this team is going to be made of yep same yeah i think it's i imagine even if they are not saying it this i think this team is going to be headed into uh into this season with a massive chip on the shoulder yeah now we do have one birthday shout out happy birthday to murray mcmurray nice 
How about that, Dave? I love it. Happy birthday. But uh, with training camp getting going, who who better to talk to than what I consider the voice of the football team, right? Yeah. Do you agree with that? I, I I mean, I think that is the role that Danny Stutzman has has kind of taken on for this roster. Yep. And, you know, I, what, what's impressive about that, just going into his junior year. Yeah. Right? So he's he's been – all of that was tossed on him maybe before he was ready for it uh, a year ago. But, you know, after after fighting through last season, you could see the difference in his play at the end of the year. And I, I think he's going to take it and run with it this year. Yeah. And don't you worry, people. We do talk about Teddy – Criticizing him last year. It's pretty it's pretty good. All right, here he is. Here's Danny Stutzman. It is our pleasure to be joined by the star linebacker of the Oklahoma Sooners. I don't know what is going on on top of his head, but the guy can play. Danny Stutzman is in the house. What's going on, dude? Wow, kind of a shot. You didn't tell me that was coming, but um, you know, finally good to be on the podcast, man. Uh really appreciate it. Did you, you get a you, flip? Is that flip worthy? Is is that long enough to? I'm not going to explain that it. What's what is going on? I'm not, I'm not answering that. Um, well, pretty much, you know, it's kind of it was kind of growing out. I got really straight hair, like can't do much with it. So, um, uh, you know, I I got a perm on it. You know, something something not not too crazy. And then uh, while I was doing it, I uh, I, I like bleached it or I got some tips on it. But uh, you guys are laughing, but like Loki, like. Gavin Freeman gets a perm, you know, like Jaron Canick. So, like, I'm not the only one on the team. Peter no, Shue. I'm not laughing. I'm smiling. I think I can, it looks I can keep good it going. On. I can keep it going. But uh, it's something different, you know. Got to change up the the look here over here and there, you know. Teddy didn't really have that option. So, uh, wow. <laughs> no, no. Options are pretty limited for me. I can go with, like, the the shave or the bowl, and I go with the shave. <laughs> I, I would like to see Ted with the bowl. I think yeah. I think you should do it just once, just so we can see it, Ted. Go ahead and grow it out. Yeah. Maybe the we'll bowl, do that. The bowl and the beard combo for you would be that'd be a strong look. How about this? Like, should I do it if the as long as the winning streak goes, like we start off the season winning, I just let the let the hair go. Let's do that. That's a good plan. I like it. I look now, Danny, obviously there's a lot to talk about man but you guys are you're wrapping up summer workouts how i know i know this is a simple question that probably requires a complicated answer but how has summer been for you personally it's been really good you know kind of um stepping into a bigger leadership role so especially with a lot of new guys coming in it's been really good you know trying to get to learn the new guys coming in you know then uh start teaching them the playbook and uh that's been a one thing and then kind of just leading the defense as a whole, you know, kind of set it on like retreats, you know, um, doing film sessions with the guys, you know, setting up walkthroughs with the entire defense and uh, kind of just holding everyone to that standard. And obviously, you know, I'm not the only one doing that. You know, there's a lot of guys that are stepping up and emerging as leaders, which is awesome to see. And uh, player-led culture is a big thing with uh, Coach V and Coach Smitty. And, uh, you know, for myself, it's been really good, you know, just working on my craft every day you know, kind of expanding my knowledge of the defense, you know, and pretty much of offenses as well. And uh, I think it's been a great and uh, efficient summer. What about for you physically? Like whenever you finished last season, 
Um, and, you know, I know there's a lot of football stuff to get into, like learning the defense and all of that. But just for you physically, were there any goals throughout winter and summer that you were trying to hit? And if so, did you did you accomplish it? Uh, get bigger. Uh, that's just one thing. Uh, you know, I've put on some weight. You know, I'm around 240. I know uh, kind of I'm trying to get two more pounds because, you know, at fall camp, you kind of you kind of lose a little bit here and there. But, uh, you know, in terms of the weight room, I think this is definitely the strongest I've ever been. You know, I'm. I'm exclusively with Schmitty. Like, you know, there's, there's, you know, there's the strength coaches who do work. And then there's Schmitty who does, you know, it's a little bit different when you're working out with him. The rite you know, of passage, I, whenever he calls you down to his, his platform. Uh, isn't it? Oh yeah. You know, the that's worse, dude. <laughs> everyone gets done with their workout. And like, cause like we, we lift and then we run, everyone finishes the workout and we'll probably have like three more exercises. And like it just cause it takes longer. Like he, he doesn't go off the card. Like everyone like the strength coaches have a card that tells you what we're doing. Schmitty's card is up here. So like some things get like and it's, it's we never do less. So like some things like, go off the brain. It's like it'll, it'll say like three by three, and we'll do like four by ten. And like <laughs> and like and so it just takes longer. Like they get like a 20 minute break and we're just finishing up and then go right to running. But uh no, I've definitely like because honestly going into it like in high school, I was benching the most, like, before I, I hurt my shoulder, like, benching, like, 315 for, like, three or four, and I haven't really got up to, like, that weight now, and then with Schmidt, you know, I'm, like, 330 for eight, so it's kind of, like, a drastic improvement that I haven't been able to get to before, so it's going to be good to have, be healthy in the shoulders, you know, as a linebacker, that's, that's big, and, um, you know, it's, it's been a tremendous offseason, uh, for sure. So, People love the horror stories when it when it comes to this Schmitty summer workouts. And you'll you'll realize this when you get get together with guys you've played like down the line. That's all you talk about. You really don't end up talking about the games or anything like that. It's always workout stories uh that that guys are kind of reminiscing about. So what's been the worst one? Right? What's been the one where I and I remember there's a couple of you're like, Man, I may die today. Like it, it is in play. So what what's been the worst one this summer for you? Man, so I think early on is usually when it when it happens because like a lot of guys aren't really expecting it. And you know, I'm kind of like prepared. You know, I, I feel like I'm a really good runner. Like I've always said if I could do anything, I feel like I could do long distance running. But uh, there was one workout, it was like we ran, we we, had, we did the workout, we had a circuit. Like in like kind of like that, you know, the turf field outside the weight outside the weight room, had like a five six like station circuit, and that was tough. Like it was like all sorts of stuff. I remember Lewis Carter had like this is like one of his first workouts back. Like he's like he has a huge smile on his face. Like all the freshmen are excited. Like they're you know like they're finally able to work out. Just got cleared. He has a huge smile on his face. Like, I'm like, dude, what are you smiling at? Like like what do you like? He's like, what do you mean? Like let's, let's get to work. And like after the first drill, like. The first rep, he was like, you know, doing really good. The second rep, he's he's exhausted. Like he, we had to pull like those, uh, you know, the pop up dummies. We had to like pull it backwards, like thirty yards or something like that. And like already after a big leg day, and so he's like exhausted. I'm like, where you at, Lewis? Like, where, where's where's the smiles now? And then, <laughs> um, and then after all that, then we had to go on the field and uh, run like a half gassers. And so no, like we thought it was just gonna be like people thought it was just gonna be the stations. And then Shmi was like, all right. Let's jog over to the practice field and then uh you know run over and so that that got a lot of people going 
but uh it's good being in the first group because like you you don't know what's coming because like and everyone asks you the questions and so like i feel like it's better to not ha- not know what you're getting yourself into because then you're kind of overthinking it so to attack what's coming yeah that that was always funny it's like uh espionage trying to figure out what the other groups on campus have done before you go Uh, that's pretty funny Uh, you know you mentioned lewis carter it's 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 wild how the linebacker room has totally changed since you've been there and and you find yourself now or really the only guy there that's that's played any any real meaningful snaps uh you know of, of big time football what's it like in that room you know you're the leader you're the guy in there but there's a lot of really good athletes. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's kind of like you're saying the dynamics kind of changed. You know, it's kind of like a blink of an eye. I was that freshman, you know, really determined to get on there, you know, start, you know, kind of learning the game. But uh, it's pretty cool. You know, we got a lot of, you know, having guys like Connor Near and like Shane Witter that have kind of Shane's been here a little bit and then Connor's played a lot of ball. So they kind of bring that experience into, into like the, into the, you know, the meeting room and the LB room. And then just a lot of young guys that are really, really hungry, you know, super talented dudes that, you know, they're linebackers, man. Like, you know, Phil Pachotti, you look at that guy. That's that's a typical 2000s Brent Venables linebacker, man. And it's it's great to have someone like that. You know, Jaron and Kobe are both hungry, man. Like, there's always that competition between them two. And then, you know, the young guys, you know, Taylor, Sammy, Lewis. And, um, man, it's great to see how much talent they have, man. They came in day one just – they looked way better than I did coming in. So it's, it's exciting to see them. And then uh, Kip Lewis too, you know, he's going to be great. You know, he's putting that weight on getting bigger, faster, stronger. And, you know, the really the dynamic of the room is great. You know, young kids just hungry, you know, ready to soak up knowledge and be that sponge when coach Venables is teaching. How, as the leader in the room, how do you guys balance the competition piece and the camaraderie piece? Right there, there's there's a fine balance there, right? You you guys all want to be on the field, everyone wants to start, right? That's that's the, you know, that's how you guys are wired. But how how do you balance that while also bringing the group closer together? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, there's always competition, but like at the end of the day, you know, we're we're family, like we're brothers. You know, we're always hanging out, always together. So you kind of know, like it just comes from a different place. You know, like we know it's everyone's like not not so much looking out for themselves. And so uh, that's just what you need in an LB room. You know, everyone knows, like, look, our reps are going to come. Our time's going to come. You know, you got to do what you got to do. You get better and you just got to compete. And at the end of the day, it's whoever wants it the most. Yeah. Yeah, you've you've always been one of the emotional leaders on the team. Now, I remember your freshman year when you go out there, one of your first games, you got the elbows all jacked up and you're running around screaming out on the field, wanting to keep playing. So you've always you've always been that guy. But now, you know, the role's a little bit different. And I feel like you kind of got thrown into that last year. And it's hard in a new system. It's hard to lead whenever you really don't know what you're doing, right? Mm. So it can be difficult out there on the field. Like, how how more comfortable are you now than you were this time last year as far as being in the system, knowing how to make checks, knowing how to tell maybe the guy that's behind you where he needs to fit, what his Mm. keys are? How much better is that? I mean, absolutely, especially, you know, last year going into it, you know, kind of learning a new system one, but beginning the be, be from when Coach Venables got there in the winter to up until halfway through fall camp, I was playing Mike linebacker. And so, and that's a lot to learn. 
So I was only learning Mike and then kind of week into it, we're going to move you to will. So then I'm having to learn the entire playbook again at will linebacker. And so I think it kind of, you know, you kind of go into it, not really knowing exactly what you're doing. You know, you're, you're learning the playbook, just learning what your position specifically. And so when it gets into, when you get into games, it's kind of challenging to, you know, play fast when you're kind of doubting yourself because you're not too sure on the run fits, pass responsibilities. And I think it's hard to lead when you're making like mistakes like that. And so um, I think as time goes on, you know, I I can pinpoint it kind of back to the Iowa state game when like, all right, I know what I'm doing now. Like I, I, I feel more comfortable in the system. You know, I'm ready to, you know, step it up. And, you know, that just goes from, you know, getting on the sideline and encouraging, you know, the D line because we're all in different tents. So, you know, like, you know, there's a play that doesn't go wrong, like going over there, like, hey, we're good. Well, you know, it's bounced back and uh, kind of just just being able to lead more because now you're, you're confident within your system. You know what you're doing. You know, you're not just someone who's trying to pick it up on the go. And so I think, you know, last year was a, a blessing for me, you know, being specifically on my second year, learning a whole new playbook and being able to start all tw- uh, all every 13 games was awesome for me. I think, you know, as a player, you know, that's an opportunity that doesn't happen often. And so now being able to have that experience under my belt, going into my junior year, you know, I'm, I'm blessed to have that. I know what it looks like. And I know I've, there's been dudes. Now we brought in so many guys that know what it looks like as well. That have taught me and, you know, given me so much experience from their days that, you know, I feel like I'm a thousand times more confident than I was last year. And then especially in the playbook, now that, you know, last year I learned my position. Now I know every, everyone else's position. I know what the, what the D line in front of me is doing. I know where my free safety is going to be at. I know when the corners in the run fit, and that just it, it makes me like play faster, play more fluent. I know when I'm the spill player. I know when I'm the lever player. There's no second guessing. And uh, you, Teddy, you know you can you can play a lot more downhill. You can play a lot more physical when you know exactly what you're doing. Now, a big part of playing linebacker at a high level is what the D line in front of you is doing. What what have you seen from that group? I know there's a lot of new faces, right? Mm-hmm. You think about Rondell Bothroyd, the interior guys, Trace Ford. Like, there's a lot of new guys that are factoring in, but also some familiar faces. What what have you seen from that defensive line group in the off season? You know, kind of looking at it, I think uh, I work out with the deal with like the defense, the interior D linemen, you know, they're in Schmitty's rat group. And uh, so it's good for me also to be pushing, you know, they push me to in that weight room, but uh, I see a lot of guys stepping up, which was kind of something last year that wasn't, wasn't really there. I think, um, but now like as I'm looking at it, I think uh, Jordan Kelly, Isaiah Coe, and then, uh, Dijon Terry, those are three guys that really emerged as kind of leaders in that room. And I mean, we're so deep there, you know, there's, there's great players all over the place and being able to have like that leadership at the D line, you know, someone that's holding like the whole defense accountable. Cause like, you know, those are pretty much the anchor points, you know, they're the one taking on the double teams, you know, making it free for the linebackers to make plays. And um, it's great to see. And then on the, the defensive ends, man, we're deep in that room as well. You know, you, you see you know, Rhonda, like you said, out of Pudge, you, Ethan Downs, Reggie Grimes, you know, especially a guy like Trace Ford as well. Like, there's, there's there's so much talent in that D line. I think compared to last year, it just like, you know, it was kind of splotchy. But uh, you know, they're they're ready to go, man. They're, they're hungry, and you know, like I said, they have that experience as well. So they know how to do the stunts. You know, that weren't so much two years ago, and they kind of have that under their belt now. We'll get you back to the interview, but first. Love's Travel Stops is now offering a nationwide 10 cent per gallon discount on gas and auto diesel. 
Just download the Loves Connect app and scan your barcode at the prompt on screen and watch the price drop 10 cents per gallon. Across the country, the Loves Connect app unlocks exclusive deals and can help any traveler plan their route or meal on the highway. So before you hit the road, be sure to download the Loves Connect app to save 10 cents per gallon and experience the country's best highway hospitality at Loves Travel Stops. Loves also have you covered if you forget your phone charger or headphones with their expanded mobile-to-go zone. And of course, don't forget to grab yourself some of that delicious Java Amore. Opolis Clothing is the exclusive home for all of our Oklahoma Breakdown merchandise and is the best place to get your OU and OKC Thunder gear as well. If you want to live your life in better self-comfort, go to opolisclothing.com. That's O-P-O-L-I-S clothing.com. Use promo code TED. T-E-D for 10% off your entire order. That's opolisclothing.com. Use promo code TED for 10% off. Buttery soft and 10% off. And hey, you hungry out there? Well, then head to the garage for hand-smashed patties, butter-toasted buns, and ice-cold beer. Their food is fantastic, and it is the perfect spot to watch any big game. Visit eatatthegarage.com to find a location near you and order online from the garage in your neighborhood. All right, back to the interview. Can you tell the difference? I know you guys, I don't know how much you do some football stuff during the summer. Mm. Can you, can you just tell there's a difference in, in like the, the first group whenever you're out there compared to a year ago? Like, is it, is it noticeable to you? Like how far ahead the group is, or is there, maybe a couple of guys that are ahead and then there's a couple of guys that are still maybe lagging a little bit behind trying to bring it up. Like kind of just how, how do you compare levels? Well, I think a, a good indication is kind of on when we do team runs, you know, when we're having to, I know the big guys don't like that stuff, but you know, the, when you look at the body language and you look at how they're moving, I mean, it's night and day compared to last year. You know, those guys are up there, you know, competing, you know, they aren't getting tired, dude, they're in shape, you know, they're, now, I lifted uh, Jordan Kelly and uh, DJ, uh, Dejon Terry, man, dude, they're strong, man. It's it's great to see. And then, you know, we get out there, you know, we're not really in pads yet, so you don't really know too much. But uh, I can tell, man, their, their technique from Coach Bates, having another year of his teaching, it's going to be amazing, man. So you, you have become – and there's always, you know, the quarterback piece of things, right? Just naturally the quarterback is one of the leaders of the team, and I think that – DG is he he's become more comfortable in that role. But when I look at this football team, like you're kind of the voice of the team, right? It comes with your personality. You're an outspoken guy. You enjoy doing that type of stuff. So with you serving that role, like how much pressure do you feel personally to make sure that this defense is playing at a higher level this season compared to a year ago? I mean, there's there's pressure every year. You know, there was pressure last year, but you know, it definitely increases. You know, it's something that, you know, I'm I'm willing to take on, ready to, you know, put it on my back. You know, if something goes wrong, I want to be the first dude that says it's my fault. And uh, that's just something, you know, you can't you can't talk so much about it. You just got to be about it. And so that's just something that, you know, it comes with the role. I'm excited to take it on. And I know that we're going to live up to all the hype. I do have to mention this. In, in Gabe's right, the personality is a big factor in it. My wife did the women's clinic. And she came back and she's like, who's the Stutzman uh, guy? I was like, what do you mean, who's the Stutzman guy? He's uh, he's the best linebacker we've got. He's the leader of the defense. She's like, that's my favorite player. So 
you got a new fan from the women's clinic and my wife. She made sure that I knew that and I was supposed to tell you today. So Gabe reminded me of that. Well, hey, that's a tremendous did, honor right there. Did she mention about any of the stuff you said about his play last year and how everyone blew it up and uh, went after Stutzman because of it? Did she mention that either? What did I say? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I AD, said. Go ahead. You go ahead. You, you, I was, you know I was what you say, said better than I did. I thought your last four games last year were completely night and day from the beginning of the season. 100%. I w- wasn't even close. Mm-hmm. And you said the Iowa State game. I'm trying to remember where what game – that may have been the game. I can't remember, but, like, the beginning of the season compared to the end of the season last year was night and day. Is And you, you felt that too, right? Oh, 100%. You know, I think you got to have tough critics in your corner. You know, at the end of the day, I know you, you're all for me, so it's good to have, you know, people kind of, you know, take it out of context. But, uh, you know, those words, you know, it kind of fuels me, especially when someone I respect, you know, says – I need to improve. I'm making too many mistakes. And that's just what it is. End of the day, you know, it's not just some, you know, some sooner fan that doesn't know football. So when you're out there, you see it, you know what the defense looks like. You know, I take that to heart. You know, I know what I need to improve upon. So it's not like just some, uh, you know, some chitter chat or whatever, but absolutely. I'm going to write that down. The more shit I talk, the better he plays. That's, <laughs> yes. We know the formula now, right? Noted. <laughs> no, but absolutely, man. You know, I think at the beginning of the year, you know, that, you know, it's kind of like, you're kind of just running around making plays. You know, you're kind of just – you're not too confident in the system. You know, you're going – you know, especially with Coach Venable's defense, every week you're kind of learning a new playbook, you know, because how he does it, you know, you're always installing new plays. And I think now there's nothing really I can't see. I, I can see it, you know, and kind of understand it. You know, last year I kind of – it took me a while. And that's just because you can kind of figure out that this defense is the same. It's just a matter of the what, what puzzle piece goes where. And, you know, last year I think it took me a while to figure that out and pick that up. And then, you know, I think it, it clicks and it slows down. That's what I'm building upon now where it's, you know, it's it, it's the game's faster, but it's so much slower for me. It kind, of, it kind of evolves. You go from you're only thinking about yourself, like where do I fit? Am I in the mm-hmm. right place? Where do I line up? And then slowly it's like, all right, I'm in the right place. Is my, my other backer in the right spot? Where's the safety? And before long, you're not even thinking about that. You're just thinking about the offense and the down and distance and what's coming and that's and you could tell it's exactly what happened with you and and the speed just picks up from there. Absolutely. And then in terms of alignment, which is a a point I want to cover because I know that's a big one. But uh, <laughs> I mean, I kind of understand what Coach Venables is saying, you know, because when you know you have that call side a gap, but uh, you know that 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 nose guard has to cross face, and so you want to position yourself backside to protect him just in case he doesn't make the trip that where you can cover his gap. You know, that's why you got to be just a few inches over. You know, just so you're the perfect place where, you know, the guard has to combo up to you, but then you can fall back and, you know, kind of free up a defensive lineman for yourself. Look at him. Look at him growing up right in front of our eyes, Ted. Inches matter. Inches matter. Inches, feet, a step here, a step there. It all matters, baby. As uh, Football's a game of inches, man. That's that's right. Now, when you look at, when you look at the expectations coming into the season, and I've had so many people ask me, I've been on different podcasts, different radio shows, like, hey, the expectation is to win the Big 12 and to go to the playoff. That's that's always the expectation when you play at Oklahoma. Is that something you guys talk about as players, or is it all just – are you guys all just focused on, you know, getting to your best level? Like, what what, what is the discussion leading up to training camp, leading up to the season – 
been like amongst the players? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, the coaches usually talk about, you know, the Big 12, you know, winning the national championship. That that just goes without being said. You know, every single player in the country is going to say they want to win their conference. They want to play in the college football playoff. But I think, you know, especially for the defense, you know, we got to improve. I think we're like the 122nd ranked defense in the country, which is that's piss poor at the end of the day. And uh, especially under Coach Venable's defense, you know, he's a mastermind. I think he's given us all the cards and uh, he's given us all the tools and we should go out there and execute. I think, you know, now we're seeing the players hold up to that standard where, you know, the coaches aren't coaching, it's the players coaching. And I think, you know, that that's going to transition very well into the season where we know we, we got the, the goal is top five defense. You know, that's that's what we look for. You know, that's what we want to do. You know, we got to set our mind to it and, you know, make that come to uh, fruition. Who are some of the guys you think are maybe poised for a big year? Maybe some of the names that people don't hear about as much uh, on the defense. D-line, it could be any position. Well, I think an easy one's going to be Billy Bowman. You know, off the top of my head, you know, seeing really Billy Bowman, Key, Reggie Pearson, the way those safeties have been working, you know, it's been phenomenal. Even, you know, a young guy like Peyton Bowen, you know, the hype is real with that kid. You know, it just – it comes so easy with for him, man, like – the way he moves, you know, the way he picks up the playbook, you know, it's it's very easy for him. I think, uh, you know, Woody Washington, he, you know, he's been here, man. He's he's a leader. You know, he's a, that's a dude you want at corner. You know, he's you know he's going to lock down whatever receiver they throw at him. And really at that D line, you know, I love I love Jordan Kelly, you know, and uh, Dijon Terry. Those are two guys I work out with. I, I see, you know, we have a thing uh, us three, the entire way, entire uh, offseason doing one extra rep. You know, we're told to do five, do six. You know, that's one percent better every single time. You know, that that that's exponential growth right there. And uh really I think, you know, Rondell is gonna have an amazing year. You know, that's a dude Brent coming from Wake Forest, and um that's a tremendous piece for us. You know, young guys like uh Pudju, you know, PJ, that's just they're tremendous weapons for us. You know, Trace Ford, you know, that's a dude who has so much experience, you know, coming in, man. You know, we we're talking about, you know, playing against playing out against Oklahoma and he was you know, talking about Spencer Rather and stuff like that. I guess he had a sack on him. But, uh, you know, it's cool to have a guy like that, you know, with us, man. He's a great kid. And really in the linebacker room, I can literally name every single one, bro. I've seen – I think we're the hardest working group out there, which we really have to be under Coach Venable's defense. You know, all the pressures on the linebackers. So all those dudes are ready to work. And uh, obviously, Desan McCullough gets a lot of hype. I don't need to say anything else about that. You know, it, it's he's legit, man. But uh, you have a shot? Like, who, who do you think ends up at the Cheetah? What are we going to see there? Man, it, it could go either way, man. Justin Harrington's had a tremendous year. You know, obviously, I don't know how fall camp goes. You know, I think that whole that whole line, whoever those three linebackers could really be anyone, man. I wouldn't be surprised who starts, man, because there's so many dudes that really want it, man. They're really hungry. You know, it's just a matter of, you know, who executes the defense, who executes the calls. You know, but Desan and Justin, you know, have a lot of competition, man. It's good to see. Now, clearly you are, you're focused on getting the defense right. Right. But who who's kind of stood out to you on the offense? Right. Who who are a couple guys where you've been like, okay, Dan, this guy, he he's making a jump. Like he's gonna be he's Gavin gonna be Freeman. something this season. Gavin Freeman. By by those stocks right now. You know, that's Is that why you switched your hair to Yeah, I, 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 like I want I want to be just like him, man. <laughs> you know, that's that's a dude right there, man. I think just his story's incredible, man. You know, that's Gavin's going to be a dude. And I think um, Andrell as well. That's, that's a, that's a trailblazer outside. And obviously the dude I came in with Jalil Farouk. 
especially receiver. And then, you know, that running back room, you know, we're deep, man. You know, another young room. But, uh, man, the hardest dude to tackle, Tawi Walker, man. Doesn't get a lot of credit, but that's a bowling ball right there. And obviously, you know, Thunder and Lightning, you know, Javante Barnes and Gavin Solchuk are right there with them, man. And so it's it's awesome to have that that good linebacker room, uh, that good running back room that really pushes the LBs. And you know that offensive line is gonna be good too, man. You know they're they're deep. You know Beanbow's gonna get them right. And so you have having a dude like Tyler Guyton, you know, kind of step up from last year, losing uh, Anton and Wanye, but I mean he's ready for that role. And then uh, my guy, Big Savion Bird, you know number fifty four. You know, that's my dude, man. I I know he's 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 stepped up to a big role, but he you know he's ready for it. Thought Gabe was going to ask uh, follow up. How heavy is Savion Bird? Is he putting on Just, weight? <laughs> he got too light, man. He got too light. Yeah, man. He's put on weight, man. He's he's getting right, man. But you know, he's a he's light, but he's strong, man. That's one of the strongest yeah. dudes I know. That's one who is, thing. Who is the strongest guy on the team? That's tough. I I want to say I don't really see the offense lift much, but I think probably Jordan Kelly right now. Yeah. How about in uh? Lulu's pretty strong too, right? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean that that whole D line, man. Those are all dudes that move weight, and uh, a lot of people. But Devon Sears, that man can, that man can squat. You know, he's got some some quads on him, man. He can he can move weight under that bar. That's good. Uh, um, quarterback, what, what have you seen? I know, um, you know, it's going to be a big year for Dylan Gabriel coming back. Like, can you tell that he? You know, his the whole thing with him, it was tough. You have to be the leader at quarterback. It's just the nature of the position. And he was kind of thrown into it as a transfer. You got to show up and learn a system. And, and you're kind of thrust into a leadership role without kind of gaining it organically. And just it didn't feel like it was or didn't maybe look like it was as comfortable. Can you tell a difference in him this year? Absolutely. I mean, especially with the transporter now, you know, that's kind of the situation for a lot of quarterbacks. But, um, you know, Dylan – you know, he's, he's improved so much of the leadership role. I think, uh, you know, really, you know, the team's all for him, man. And he's a great person. You know, he's he does everything right off the field where it's so easy to, you know, trust him and, you know, follow him on the field. And, you know, he's he's a great player, man. You know, it's so hard. You know, the way he, he can look off a receiver, you know, look off a linebacker and then just dish it down to a receiver last second. You know, I was talking to him about it. He's He knows if he's looking one way, he, as soon as you take that one step, he knows the receiver on the back, so he doesn't have to look. You know, he can make that throw with literally – without looking at which is something that's really special. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you know, Dylan has that room, man. You know, he has the team. Now, I am – I promise you I'm not trying to get you to say anything controversial. And we're, we're not going to just take <laughs> this clip and put it out and, you know, cause cause a scene on OU Twitter. But what, what have you seen from Jackson Arnold? Like, what has stood out to you so far? I mean, obviously, extremely talented – very highly recruited. Like what? What? What have you seen from him? Yeah, I mean that man can really throw the throw the rock, man. The way he the way he can flick that wrist, man. That he can his deep balls, man, look so nice, man. When he's throwing them, man, just the way they're in the air, it's like you're, you're staring like like a, like a little kid looking up at him. The way they're spinning, but you know he's super talented. You know he's he's good on his feet, which is really nice to see. You wouldn't expect it, but the man can run, and that's one thing that's really really cool to see. You know, kind of sleep on him. But he's really – he's learning. He's picking up well. Obviously, I'm not on the offensive side. I don't know, you know, what they're doing over there. But the dude can really play. We'll get you back to the interview. But first – Bishop McGinnis Catholic High School represents a tradition of educational excellence in Oklahoma City. 
Grounded in a faith-based education, students prepare to meet their potential with an individualized academic path that strives for success. Bishop McGinnis offers a college prep curriculum that includes 22 AP courses, participation in OSSAA athletics where they've won over 100 state championships and numerous clubs and organizations for students to join and grow. If you want to provide the best possible educational and spiritual development for your children, contact Bishop McGinnis Catholic High School or visit bmchs.org. Financial aid is available. And attention business owners, you need Insurica in your life. Insurica is one of the country's largest insurance brokers with 30 offices throughout Oklahoma, Texas, and the Southwest. Insurica is able to customize programs by accessing the latest information from many insurance carriers. They compare and contrast coverage offerings and pricing in order on a cost-effective, comprehensive program to meet your business's specific needs. Insurica's clients become best-in-class businesses by working with Insurica's team of advisors to manage risk. Purchasing insurance is only one way to protect your business. Best-in-class businesses win by avoiding a loss in the first place. If your business partners with Insurica, you'll save huge amounts of money and take back control of your total cost of risk. I'm an Insurica client, and you should be too. If your business wants to be best-in-class, connect with Insurica at Insurica.com. That's I-N-S-U-R-I-C-A dot com. All right, back to the interview. What do you – What's you guys uh, ever talk about like the all Big Twelve list and the preseason list and how didn't have very much representation on there? Is that a is that a talking point within the team? Um, you know, I get asked that sometimes, but I think at the end of the day, it's a it's a preseason list for a reason. You know, it literally holds no value, no weight, and you know, I guess it's fuel to the fire. Yeah, he's pissed. You can tell. <laughs> That's good. I mean, you should you should be. You lead the team or you lead the conference in tackles a year ago, and you're you're not on the all Big Twelve preseason team now. You were on mine. If that makes you feel any better, appreciate that. Now I also forget I forgot to send mine into the league office, but you were on mine. So maybe <laughs> maybe if I would have sent mine in, you would have been there. You would have been on mine if I got to vote, but I don't get to vote. I think at the end of the day, I'm kind of used to being an afterthought. You know, you lead the Big 12, and I'm just I'm just an honorable mention, which is fine to me. You know, I look at that every single day. It's my wallpaper. But, uh, you know, I've been I've been doubted a lot in my life. So, you know, I enjoy that. Little few I don't goals, though. For, like, is that one of your goals? Like, personal? I know the team goals, you know, win your conference, all that stuff. What's your personal goals for the season? Man, I want to do everything I can to be one of those select few that win a Budkiss at Oklahoma. You know, I think, you know, you do, you do a workout, you know, you get under that bar. You know, that's what's something you think about every, every rep, every, you know, every time you do anything. It's not that hard, right, Ted? Yeah, it's not that hard. Well, you, you got to have the rest of the team play really well to win it, man. That's, mm -hmm. that's one of the things like those awards, they're individual awards, but it's really a team thing, man. You have to play really good team defense to be, to be on those, on those lists. That's just kind of how it is. And I know that's a challenge for you guys, and you're deep on the defensive line, like you've talked about. Uh, secondary's good. Back, like you guys have the tools. Uh, it's just coming together, right? I mean, that's that's kind of mm -hmm. it. Just pulling all the pieces together. Absolutely. And uh, another personal goal, I think. Uh, I know Lance Mitchell. You know, he's a, he's an analyst for us. You know, he's obviously a tremendous player at Oklahoma. But uh, every day, you know, every time he sees me, he kills 19 because he had 19 TFLs. 
And uh, that's something that's kind of been a perfect, perfect, uh, you know, kind of goal for mine 20 so I can shut them up. But uh, it's somewhat, <laughs> good, good to have something like that motivate us, man. That's good. 20, you, you get the, if you have 20 tackles for loss, you'll be, uh, you'll be on the Butkus list for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's now, the plan. Now, what's it like for you? You've got Ted Roof and BV. Like, those are the guys you're dealing with all the time. You got the head coach, you got the defense coordinator, right? And those guys are always working together. Like, what's that dynamic like for you guys in the backer room? Yeah. I mean, um, Coach Venables is obviously a, a character, and then Coach Roof is also a character. So, but they're, they're kind of opposites, which is really nice to have, you know, kind of someone like Coach, Coach V, who's always, you know, always going at it. And then kind of Coach Roof, who's, you know, he, he can, he can turn it up, but, uh, you know, it's good to have him, you know, kind of on the other side of it. And, um, you know, it's really good for us, man. Those are guys that, you know, coach, people don't know, but coach Roof was a hall of famer at Georgia tech. The dude had 25 tackles against Tennessee. The dude was, if he talks about tackling Bo Jackson and Herschel Walker, like if that, that's someone that's experienced, many players are going to listen to him. And so that's someone who has game experience, has done, done it before, you know, probably one of the, one of the best man. And so, Having him and Coach Venables, man, the linebackers here are truly blessed, man. You know, there's so much knowledge that can can be learned, and you, know, you really got to bring a pen and pencil every day, a pen and paper every day to really just jot down so much information that comes from them, man. And it's really a blessing, man. There's so much to learn from those two guys. Did they ever break out the film? You ever seen any of the film of Coach Roof running around out there? Man, I, I've tried to find some stuff. You know, he was – but, you know, it's – you know how it was back in the day. They don't make VH, VHS tapes no more. Yeah. You know? uh, they used to have Coach Venables brought some of his film into our meeting room one time back in the day, uh, whenever he was at Kansas State. And I gotta say, like it was because he was like he was like 250 pounds, which is crazy Jeez. to even think about. And it was funny to see him run around out there. I was like, okay, you know, I was you know, I was gonna I came in here prepared to give you a bunch of shit, but it actually looks pretty good. See, that's one so when we watch your film. Like we have like, you know, all the old guys we watch, you know, certain blitzes and how it's done. It's like it's on the cut ups, yeah, it's fine. But it's in the shittiest quality of all time. <laughs> We're like, it literally looks Brain. like was <laughs> well, that how it looked when you guys watched it? Like, or was it like just the way it's transferred? It's from hard to say. Like, I don't like we I whenever everything looks like that, I guess you don't you know, you don't think of it as, as being in terrible quality, but it wasn't high definition. That's for sure. Gotcha. It's, it's weird. It's like, it's almost like that era. It was like the transition from everything going from like on tape to on like computer. And it's like, there's so much kind of lost in transition, uh, transition between the two for some reason. Gotcha. Just, just making sure. Cause I was like, there's no way they used to watch film like this, man. This is brutal. <laughs> no, I'll tell you whenever, so whenever I would go in and watch film on my own, we did it wasn't on the computer. So they had all these tapes sitting there. You'd have like the third down tape. You'd have, you know, every individual run would have a tape. Every situation you'd have short yardage and goal line tape. So every week there was a huge new, just gigantic pile of VHS tapes you had to dig through. Man, we, we've gotten to the point where on my computer I could sign into the computer upstairs and like see that screen onto this screen right here. And I can just watch it from my, my computer at home and have all the tape from the facility there, which is insane. Pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Good. Ted, I, I think the takeaway from that discussion is Ted, Ted is getting old. 
<laughs> yes, very. Now, Danny, there's been a lot of uh, a lot of excitement and discussion around the SEC move in 2024 and the schedule that came out. Right? How how did you guys handle that? Right within the locker room, right? Because clearly you're focused on having a good 2023, but it is. I mean, it is exciting, and there's a bunch of guys mm-hmm. on this roster that are going to be, they're still going to be here uh, when that rolls around. Oh yeah, I mean, you can't see that 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 schedule not get excited, man. Those are those are some games that are once in a lifetime opportunities, and to have like a lot of those games, like going to LSU, having Alabama here, having Tennessee here, man, you can't be as a competitor, like you cannot like be more happy. And like I think that that just has to elevate your play, and I think that's what Oklahoma needs to take it to the next level. You know, like that competition week in week out, where you're playing the best of the best. Like that's what we want. You know, we're all for it. You know, I think you got to be excited, man. If you don't, if you're not excited about that, I don't want you playing for Oklahoma. That's just how it goes. I'm trying to think what's the what's the biggest like stadium or road game that you've played in. Obviously, you know the Cotton Bowl, but that's not really a whole, that's not really an away game. That's yeah, but um, that's, that, that's ninety thousand, right? It's, it's easily Nebraska. Yeah, yeah Nebraska. Nebraska. And what's it? It's right around ninety, isn't it? High eighties. I feel like that's not really like a hostile environment, though. You know, you're not. If that makes any right. makes any sense? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, well, they going weren't to, any good. So that's yeah. where it and it, like, yeah, it's just gonna be completely different, man. But going in, I kind of I can't wait. Like going into Death Valley, like seven, probably it's gonna be a nighttime kickoff. It's gonna be, you know, that's just something like that's what you dream of as a college football player. Like that's just that's an opportunity that's once in a lifetime. I a lot of people ask me, you know, like what's your reaction to that schedule, right? And we don't know the exact order of it, but we got home and away, right? And my initial reaction was. And this sounds weird, but it was like, dude, I, I'm so jealous of you guys. That yeah. was my initial reaction. I was like, jealousy. Because, I mean, they get to be, I mean, it's going to be a historic season, no matter how it goes for Oklahoma football. And the fact that you guys get to go and play in games like that, and I was fortunate enough to, you know, go to Florida State and play there, go to Notre Dame, like playing some big ones on the road. But you're going to get to do it every day of year, and I was like, I'm mm-hmm. so jealous of those guys. Oh yeah, it, it's. I'm sorry for. I'm sorry for you, man. I really am. I know. <laughs> but <laughs> man, we're we're blessed to have that man. It's gonna be a, a tremendous opportunity that I'm, I'm just really looking forward to. Well, I, I mean, I never went six and seven, so don't feel that bad for me. Okay. Ooh, too right. least I ever right. what least cool. I ever won was ten. Oh. Uh, well, all right. Well, hey, I, I got to no, take that. You know, so uh, it's okay. No, that, that, hey. that, 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 I can take just, those punches, man. Bring them. You know, yeah, I'm ready. No, I'm with, I'm with, okay, so we do. Hey, you, you, hey, hey, Gabe, you can, you can live in the past all you want. I'm, yeah, I'm, here, hey, I'm here in the present. I, I'm with you. Uh, I'm with you. My, hey, my playing days are over, brother. You you got a lot more in front of you. So I'm, now I live by not, we're here. You. We're, yeah, that's what I was about to say. We're in the present with you, whether you know it or not. We're <laughs> yeah. you. you don't understand. Our emotional well-being is entirely <laughs> – entirely too closely linked to your guys' performance on the field. It just is how it is. Yeah, it's good, though. It's fun, man. So is that something you guys talk about? Like, what was what was the the chatter between the guys after the season wrapped? And I, I know it was rough, man, like, to go through everything that you went through. through Like, that calendar year was brutal. And it's got to be pretty freeing to have all of that behind you 
but like as you guys were going through it, how, what was the locker room like? I mean, obviously, you know, you don't. That's just a year that's you know that's a tough pill to swallow. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, the foundation was built, you know, and I think you can, you can either just cry about it or you can just do something to change it. And I think, you know, after that, and that's just hard work that, that goes on something like that, that that's the only way to fix it. You know, you can't mope around and, you know, complain about it because then you're going to be six and seven again the next year. And so it just takes a lot of hard work to change that. You know, you know, we know what the culture is, we know what it takes. And so I think at the end of the day, you know, we're hungry, you know, it's just the fire's burning, man. Love it. Now we do this thing called call your shot. People send us stuff in. We had them send in questions for you. We've got three of them lined up for you here. Oh, wait, 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 can I grab my computer charger? I'm at 1%. I don't want to die. Oh no. Yes. Hurry <laughs> run. Let's say, Hey, Ted, this is where we see if all of this speed talk, he's been like, can, can he get it done? Or is the interview over? If he, if he doesn't get it done, I think this is where we have to we have to let Schmitty know and reassess. Look at him working. He's moving quick. He's moving yeah. quick. Now he, he said an extra rep, right? One percent better every day. Nice. He made it. Look at the me? speed. Oh yeah. Right, oh perfect. yeah. Look at the speed. You you have been working in the summer. Good job. You like man. that? You like that? Yeah. There we've got go. we've got three questions. For you, Danny. This first one comes from JL Sooner545, who says, What part of the game does he think he's improved on most for the upcoming season? Getting off blocks 100 percent I think that's something that as a young linebacker, it's really tough. You know, facing those the, those D linemen, or those O linemen are they're freaking huge, man. And I think uh Stymie Crossface, that might bring back some words for Teddy over there. Yeah. But uh, that's something that we work every single day. You know, your position disadvantage. You got to know when to shoot your hands. You, know, you can't be behind the block. You got to know, you got to defeat it, get across, cross face, get back downhill. And that's something as a young linebacker, it's kind of tough to learn. You know, block destruction is probably one of the biggest, if not the most important part of a linebacker's game. And that's just something that you can never be too good at. And that's something that, you know, I definitely think myself and all the little linebackers have worked on this entire summer, working on our punch, working on our first strike. That's really going to help us put us in a position of advantage from disadvantage. Yeah, it's really, yeah. it's unnatural. You don't do it in in high school at all, really. No. At least not against any three hundred and twenty pounders. And I imagine getting healthy for you, elbow and shoulders probably helps a lot on that too. Oh, for sure. I mean, you know how it is. You know, you're never really fully healthy to the off season. You go pretty much into every game, kind of just you know you make it through. But um, you know, yeah, ready to go. We'll get you back to the interview, but first. John Vance Auto Group has been serving Oklahomans for 40 years. They're family-owned and operated, and they got nine full-service dealerships in Woodward, Miami, and Guthrie. No matter what your vehicle needs are, John Vance Auto Group has you covered. They carry domestic brands such as Ford, Lincoln, Chevy, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Dodge, Ram, Jeep, and Wagoneer. John Vance Auto Group's goal is to give unequaled service and to exceed customers' expectations in every way, which is why they have their lifetime loyalty program. And here's how it works. You buy a new or used car from them. All you have to do is get all of the manufacturer-recommended maintenance done at the Vance dealership. And if something goes wrong with any of the components of your engine, transmission, drive axle or transfer unit they will cover the repair costs it's a great deal and you can browse their entire inventory or find the john vance dealership near you at vanceautogroup.com 
And First Fidelity Bank is a full-service financial institution based in Oklahoma with tailored solutions for all your personal and business needs, checking accounts, saving accounts, home loans, and much more. They do it all. Whether it's online banking from your computer or mobile banking from your phone, everything is stress-free with FFB. Making mobile deposits, paying bills online, and moving money to different accounts could not be easier. Make your life easier and go bank with First Fidelity Bank. Visit ffb.com for more information. All right, back to the interview. All right, this next one comes from Parcel24, who said, who asked, would you rather get a sack strip fumble touchdown or a pick six? Ooh. That one hits a little close to home. But uh, I think a sack uh, strip fumble for six, you know, that's most productive play in football. Absolutely. And then, you know, it depends on how hard I hit the quarterback. You know, that could put him out of play or two, you know, if I'm really trying. So I think that's definitely what I'd rather have. I I think that's the only answer. Also, it, if you get the sack and the strip and you recover the fumble oh, yeah. and score a touch, we call that the old golden sombrero, gentlemen. That's right. It's the most productive play you can have in the sport. It's excellent. Absolutely. Especially, you know, you know, every game you get graded. So I'd love to see that little production sheet with all that right there. Yeah. That's uh, those production points right there, racking them up. Okay. This last one. And this is, I I like this question a lot. Comes from Corey Reedy. He asked, being a student athlete, juggling school, social life, workouts, film study, practice, off field commitments, ETC. What has been the most difficult thing for you to manage and what has been the easiest? And that is a tough question. Um, well, it's, it, and there's this thing now around college football where, you know, with NIL and the portal, like this discussion, it, it's become about you know, almost like the business of college football, like how much NIL money are these guys making? Clearly, we're talking about the performance on the field. Dude, I think a lot of people forget all the other shit you guys have to do. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, obviously, it's hard being a student athlete, man. I think – you know, I've, I've read a five page paper on Sunday. I haven't started and that's, which is pretty tough, but, um, obviously academics are tough. You know, you got to find time to watch film. You know, that's probably the most important thing you're doing. You know, every single game, every single week, you're having to learn a completely different team. And so if you're not in there, you know, finding those extra times, because meeting with the coaches is just not enough. That's just how it is. You got, you know, you got to stay late after you got to get there a little earlier, you know, before lunch. So, I mean, that's, that's probably the easiest part. You know, you got to want to do that. that. That's a commitment right there. But um, hardest, I think, you know, you know, being a student athlete, man, you know, try, try and find to go to, go to class because you know, I think especially before, it's really easy to skip class. You know, that's one thing for, as a high schooler coming into college, like you find out you can get into a really bad habit. You know, your grades can slip really quickly. And so I think, you know, trying to learn to manage that and kind of just grow up and be an adult and know all what you have to do and get just get it done. It's they probably, don't class check you guys anymore. Oh, we do. Like they have, they have spotter and stuff like that. But like, you know, if if really if you want to get away, like you know, they can't be it. they can't be in 120 places at once. But uh, you know, kids are gonna find out ways to get around stuff. That's just the nature of it. I I was such a nerd. I didn't even have a class checker. They knew I was going. How how pathetic is that, guys? Oh, that's it's not as pathetic as me, who would get up go park, go to class, walk through class, like make sure the class checker saw me and then walk out the other door and leave and go back home. Like you go through all of the trouble to get there and you don't even stay for it. 
that's and, really was, was OU parking just as bad back in your day? Like, oh yeah, it's horrible. It's just terrible. Terrible. I think terrible. it's it's off. Like, bro, I have to buy a parking pass. To, I have to be at the facility every day, and like, they can't give me a parking pass. I have to spend two hundred dollars to park there. Yeah. Like, just it is what get, it is. Though. Get another nil deal, NIL man. You're deal, killing baby. it. <laughs> it is what it is. See if you can get an nil deal with like the parking authority at the uh hmm. up, up there on campus. That'd be good. I remember talking to I think Rufus Alexander. He was saying like he got he get so many tickets. He got them like a signed football by the by the team. Like on Christmas, gave it like the parking administration to like. They wouldn't tow his car or something like that. <laughs> That's what Rufus is for, all the good nuggets. Is it still a race to get that guest spot right there over by the indoor? No, because you're, you're, you're getting a ticket as soon as you park there. Yeah. <sighs> now they're logging. They're logging all the license plates. It's yeah. a little computer that. thing now. So if you park there too many times, they know you're coming often. Oh, they yeah. know you're no longer a guest, Ted. Parking yeah. people are intense, man. It is crazy that you know they get they get your license plate, you know. Then after a few times, you get that tow like tow like warning, and then it, it's it's crazy. Like you'll see a dude like like tow trucks here. Dudes are running to their cars to make sure they're not getting towed because <laughs> it, it's happened a few times where they just like man, you know, it's like coming after you know how much like, how bad it would come after a horrible Schmitty workout. Can't wait to get in your bed, like you know, take take a nap before we got extra drills, and you walk outside and your car is just gone, <laughs> like. <laughs> That's, that's gotta be the worst feeling ever, man. Some things change, some things stay the same, man. Oh, uh, Stutzman, you're the best, man. Uh, stay healthy throughout camp, and mm-hmm. you know we'll be out there for a couple practices, see what you guys are looking like, and then can't wait for the big for the season, man. It's almost Thank here. Thank you guys so much, man. Pleasure being on. I am, I'm a big Danny Stutzman fan, and. I am I'm excited that he sounds so much more comfortable and so much more confident. But and th- there's always a but, right? Now it's time to go prove it on the field. Right? Clearly the excitement is there. Clearly the work is being put in, right? Clearly he feels more comfortable in the framework of the defense Ted, but now it's about what you go do on Saturdays in the fall. That's just that's how you and I were measured and that's how Stutzman and this this team, especially that defense, will be measured. Yep, that's right. And, you know, that's 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 the other part of it, too, is whenever you become a, a, a guy that's in the position that he's in, uh, you, it's not just enough for you to go out and play well, right? You're, now you're responsible for the rest of the linebackers, the the guys that line up around you. Like, there's there's more to it. And the better you get, the more those responsibilities grow and – it looks like he's ready to embrace that and run with it. Yeah. I'm fired up. The season's almost here. Let's go. On that note, episode 341 in the books. We'll have a new podcast that'll drop on Sunday. Just a reminder, you can hear Teddy from 3 to 6 on 94.7 The Ref. You can hear me on Sirius XM Big 12 Radio, channel 375. Hope you all have a great rest of your week. And until next time, we appreciate you all for listening. Do what you always do, Oklahoma. Take care of each other.